Hello and welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast where we watch one episode every week, spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are watching the season finale mm. of season one. So season one, episode 22, Devil's Trap. Devil's Trap indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have just finished recording Salvation. Um, I think I mentioned Salvation. Probably this episode is coming out maybe the same day or a couple of days after. It feels yep. very part one, part two to me. Definitely. And I think that's how we're going to structure. I think we've discussed. Yeah, for yeah, finales we- and stuff like that, like all big kind of co-episodes where yeah. you've really got to like wrap it all up. Definitely releasing them kind of in the same week because mm. it just kind of makes sense. Like they're, they're a part one and a part two. Yeah, um, especially in a the season finale. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're going to just dive straight in, but mm-hmm. before we do, written by Eric Kripke, of course, it's mm-hmm. the season finale. He's mm-hmm. back, our boy, mm-hmm. um, your bestie, My and bestie. then our other boy is back, Kim Manners, directing this episode. I so, didn't see that. I was just like, hey, and also Phil. Sagrisha? Thank you. I was like, uh, Phil. Yeah, so he's one of the executive producers yes. on this season, and I think was the executive producer up until season 14. Whoa. And then he left to do The Boys. <gasps> oh! So he's actually directed and written a couple of episodes oh. on The Boys as well. So Phil Segrisha, he really he really went the distance in terms of, of Now I'm just thinking of the Hercules song. The Hercules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can go the distance. Yeah. Uh, that's where I went. My brain is like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, correct. Phil also did go the distance. So this episode picks up directly after the end of Salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, we see it from Meg's perspective of calling Dean to say she has their father. Mm-hmm. And we can sort of see John in the background of this shot. Yep. Because it's obviously John's phone that she's mm-hmm. answering and she's kind of taunting Dean that John is beyond help, that she's already killed him or like she'll be, mm. he'll be dead shortly, you know, yep, yep. lots of that sort of stuff. You know, again, being her most demon self. Mm-hmm. John, not John, sorry. Dean and Sam have this really uh, interesting conversation where Sam is hell bent. He's like, we need to get the cult and we need to go find this demon and kill it. And Dean, and Dean is like, no, we need to go find dad and save dad. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting. It's kind of like their roles are reversing where Sam is like, no, we stick to the plan. We do what dad would want. Dad would want us to go hunt this demon. He mm-hmm. wouldn't want us to go after yeah. um, him. Like we need to like fulfill his dream. Yeah. And Dean is the one being like, screw dad's dream. Like yeah. very interesting switch. Flip. Yeah, flip, especially for the whole season. Yes. Also, I'm going to refer, refer, mm-hmm. refer, to the demon that is we saw in Salvation that was going to take baby Rosie mm-hmm. um, as Yellow Eyes because yes. it's the big reveal is Yellow Eyes. It makes it a lot easier and, again, it will help in future seasons if we can – because there's a lot of demons coming up. <laughs> yes. So we'll call it the Yellow Eyed Demon from now on, yeah. um, which is kind of what it gets colloquially called yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, if you haven't if, – if you've been lucky and you've been living on a rock and you haven't had that plot twist, cool. Yes. Yellow eyed demon. Yeah, so the yellow eyed demon. So they are trying to figure out what to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, Sam and Dean are kind of arguing a little bit. And Sam's like, you know, we're all on our own. And Dean's like, we need help. So throughout the seasons, mm-hmm. we're obviously going to have characters, the recurring characters. And yep. as much as we can, we're going to try not to give away that this mm-hmm. is not the last time we run into this character. Yep. Um, there's going to be a couple of instances. One definitely in season four is going to happen where you're going to know straight away that this character is going to stick around. Yeah. But this is another time where I don't think we can talk about Bobby mm. without getting excited to talk about yep. Bobby and making it very obvious that uh, he, he comes back and this is not a, the only appearance of no. uh, Bobby, whose full name is Robert Singer. Yeah. Yes, you heard right. Robert 
acting. Uh. Yes. So obviously the director of Supernatural, originally his name was going to be Robert Kip- Kripke. So yep. obviously Robert Singer and Eric Kripke for legal reasons that I don't understand. Like yep. it's one of those phrases that they say where they're like, oh, we wanted to call the character this, but we couldn't for legal reasons. So you just like turn it over in your brain. You're like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. What's it all mean, Basil? What does it all mean? They couldn't call it, call him... Robert, Robert Kripke for reasons. Reasons. Um, Maybe so they just called him Robert Singer, Bobby Singer. And so this is... Bobby. Every... I think you said this. I said this too. Every time I rewatch season one, I'm always reminded that Bobby is in season one because yeah. I'm always surprised to see him and I'm yeah. always very, very happy very that young he's Bobby. there. A very young yes. Bobby too. A very young Jim Beaver who plays, um, who plays Bobby. Yep. And I will say, they really quickly set Bobby up like they do a lot of really quick business of setting and Bobby very up visual business as very well. visual business he's like he's in this um so car, car, car yard this like wreckers yard yep. I guess you might say you know it's very kind of down sort of rural feeling and mm-hmm. not downtrodden but like you know not not at its prime yep Bobby is filling up holy water and then he gives one to Dean and he's like they're both holy water he's like no this is whiskey and he takes a swig and he gives one to give us like a, a Dean flask yeah. to to give us uh, yeah a flask to to give a swig as well so we just you know and then Sam is there and he's got this book over and he's like wow Bobby this book is amazing like this is so much information he's got piles of books around and yep. so you're learning really quickly really visually who Bobby mm. is, you know, like he's, he's, a, he's got a cap on, he's got mm. a, a great mustache, <laughs> great mustache. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, you're right. He, there's a lot of, he, you wouldn't say his house is run down, but you mm-hmm. definitely are. It is a house that has not seen a dusting. A dusting yeah. Wind. It's not Cat's house, let's just say for that, but mm-hmm. it's a house that is not, is not cluttered mm-hmm. and it's on purpose. And it's, you feel like if you walked in that, if you walked into that house, mm-hmm. you'd be going, this guy knows what is up. Yeah, he's like got all these books like on law and, Mm -hmm. you know, but he's also very kind of down to earth. You know, he's giving, he has a flask of holy water and a flask of whiskey. Yeah. Um, He's talking, he's, Dean's saying he's surprised they wanted, he wanted to help John because last time he saw John, he chased him off with a shotgun, which we don't hear about why. Yeah. We'll get there eventually, guys. Yeah. Not in this episode, but I meant in the podcast. Later, later, later down the track. And so we just, we learned so much really quickly. And this, I mean, we saw this in the, the with how quickly all that uh, the exposition stairs if you recall all the way <laughs> yes. back yep, 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 all the yep, way yep. back to like oh. Kripke is so good at this so good mm-hmm. at like exposition dump yep. but in a way that doesn't feel like an exposition dump you where would, you, you know who Bobby minutes. is you yeah. even give it say two this whole like uh, exposition would not have happened in two minutes yeah it's so quick and then you you automatically as a viewer get the sense that Bobby's been this character, this whole—he's been in this whole mm. show the whole time. Yeah, and it's when the boys have got stuck. Who they've called? They've called Bobby. Yeah, you have this, even though you don't see it, because yes. of how it's written and the scene and directed and visually mm-hmm. and everything that's happening. Yes, this—they're this, very familiar with who Bobby is. They're yeah. very comfortable with him. Like as it's a, almost like an, a good uncle. Like a, a yeah. very he's family. Like he is family, but he—you mm-hmm. know that they've established relationships. Yes, absolutely. And they're talking about this key of Solomon, which traps demons. And um, Sam's really surprised to kind of learn about this and, and kind of find out about this. And just at that time, Meg shows up, mm-hmm. kicks in the, ball, the the door. She attacks the boys, asking for the cult. 
Um, she's throwing Dean into the big pile of books. Yeah, she's throwing, you know, we're getting a bit more of a sense of what demon powers are. Like she's using her mind to throw Dean around and like all of this like kind of... Like a ragdoll, my point out. Yeah. And, he hits those books like a ragdoll. And she's, you know, and they're sort of Sam and uh, Bobby are kind of backing into the room and Sam's kind of shielding Bobby, which I think is an interesting choice to kind of pretend that Bobby's this sort of... Frail. Frail old man. I mean, he's not that old there or now, now but like... Yeah. Um, you know, interesting. Protective kind of. Yeah. Like he's my, he's my, you know, he's my father. Back the fuck up. Like he, he means yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of interesting because obviously that's not necessarily true for who Bobby no. is. No. Um, Bobby, can, Bobby can handle himself. And Dean turn like appears behind. He's sort of recovered from being flung into some books. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, we were expecting you to show up. And he looks up and um, the he's key mad. of Solomon, which is the devil's trap, yep. is on the roof. And Meg mm-hmm. is now trapped. Yep. So I also like the fact because Dean is so he's he's a man about town. He's about getting shit done. He is on purpose. And when, as we've seen, when Dean has you know a bee in his bonnet or he has something to do, he's quite sharp. He's like, mm-hmm. "I'm here to fuck spiders." Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I knew you were going to do this. I knew you were going to find us. You want something from us, which is the cult. Yeah, we have the cult. We fucking knew you were going to do this because yeah. plot twist. Yeah, so I think that's yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy the yes. the urgency and the like. I I also Meg don't have time to fuck around. Yes, they're sort of got Meg trapped, mm-hmm. and they're trying to decide what to do. And um, you know, yeah, she Dean sort of beats her around a little bit, trying to kind of get information mm-hmm. out of her, um, which is kind of dark. And she obviously is like, mm, it's kind of a turn on you hitting a girl. And I was like, oh god, Meg again, Siren. Meg, I love you. <laughs> And I think that Eric has taken the more the of the notes. fleshing. Yeah, yeah the, he's taken the note from Sarah in terms of in terms of the writing. Yeah, so I really be, appreciate that. This episode could have been bad. Like it could have hmm. gone the other way, where he's like, "Oh no, I'm going to tr- take and put it back to make how it was when we first met her," and it yeah. would not have been. It would have been garbage. Let's be real. It would have been like, oh, this. Well, is- not necessarily garbage, but I just kind of appreciate that he's taken this this role and he's allowed it to continue to yeah, develop. Because he, yeah, like he, he pushed it with his. I feel like Sarah may have given him some. It's like, okay, so we've left her here. Yeah, let's stay on the same train. Yeah, which is in essence what happens in a writer's room. <laughs> so yes, she probably would have done exactly that, and they yeah. probably would have worked together. So. Uh, yeah, so I kind of really appreciate that they're kind of continuing to let she's her character being cheeky, develop. She's being yeah, even though she's getting beaten in the face. Yeah, so she says, you know, it's kind of a turn on you hitting a girl, and he's like, you're no girl. And then Bobby pulls you, and he's like, but she is a girl. Yeah, this is a person that is possessed by a demon. Can't, Can't you, you tell? tell? And again, we're setting up who Bobby is. He, he and we're setting up a lot of demon lore. Demons mm. get trapped in devil's traps, you know, which is what the key of Solomon is that demons are possess human beings and then that means there's a human inside this person that you're killing which is all really important lore for the remaining 15 seasons in yep. terms of character and so they were like well that actually kind of works in our favor because they now decide to exercise her which we obviously learned about back in um fandom traveler so yep. they're, they're tying a lot of stuff together yeah they're, look, they're, tying- they're putting extra ribbons on some on some boxes mm-hmm. and what we also learn is bobby's like if you continue to punch her you're hurting like the, it's a meat suit a demon needs a meat suit yes which is what unfortunately demons who call us it's not a plot twist they would call us meat suits um and if you well the writers do all the, the writers demons do. aren't real. <laughs> demons hey in, in this in this, in this <laughs> universe um 
And we, yeah, and Bobby has made it clear that, you know, if, if you continue to wail on her, it might make you feel good, but you're still hurting someone. So mm-hmm. knock it off. And, yeah, so they start to exercise mm-hmm. her. And there's just lots of great visuals, lots of, like, books start flying around and, like, she's getting, like, pulled around inside yeah, of the great. devil's trap. Like, really, really cool stuff and really, really well filmed, which... And not shitty CGI, Yes, I appreciate. But, yeah, and it's very Exorcist as well in terms yeah. of it. Like, it's clearly, a, it's a clearly a, um, like, a visual effect. Like, yeah. It's clearly a special thing. And I mean, Dean does reference The Exorcist. Yes, he does. He does, he does reference The Exorcist, which I was like... And when you say, I'm going to perform an exorcism, everyone definitely goes to, at mm-hmm. one point, one of the many exorcism movies. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. In this case, obviously, specifically referencing the, 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 original, the original Exorcist from the 70s. Because he says, vomit and all. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Head spinning, vomiting, pea soup, the whole Yeah, the whole, the whole nine, nine yards. yards. So Mer- Meg is saying that she killed John. Like, John's dead. She's really sticking with this story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he begged for his life. Yep, yep. All this really dark stuff. Sam is clearly a little reluctant with how kind of black and white Dean becomes in this situation. Mm. You know, Meg is someone he needs to interrogate. Put a pin in 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 Dean's black and white interrogation thought process. Mm-hmm. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to that. Yeah. And again, I've lost my train of thought, but what I was going to say is that, um, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting that um, – he's not more malleable about why he like he's not he's not doing the integrating because this is the first time we're really seeing him hot-headed because essentially yeah. he's hot-headed well he's not he's not though that's the whole that's uh, the kind of interesting he, twist he's not hot-headed true. he's cold he's calculating true he's like keep doing the ritual like keep going and sam's kind of reluctant because he can sort of see the pain that this demon is in and but it's the a human, girl, like, yeah. like he's not sure how to do. And, and so Dean, wise, Dean's yeah. not really hot-headed about it. Yeah, he's true. very focused about it. Yeah, true. Actually, yes. yes yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, sorry. You know, they, now that we've spoken it out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like hot-headed Dean we've sort of seen, but true. this is something else. Yeah. This is a very cold-blooded, in, cold-blooded intentional Dean. Yeah. And like I said, put a pin in that. Put a pin in that for a couple of seasons. Put put that on a slow boil. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to that eventually. Mm-hmm. Eventually Meg caves and she says she doesn't know specifically where John is. She just knows he is in Jefferson City and he's by the water. She doesn't know anything else. And Dean says, thank you. Okay, Sam, complete the ritual. And Sam kind of bulks a little and Dean's like, complete the ritual. And she's like, you promised. And he's like, I lied. Yeah. And again, Black and white Dean. Yep. This is this is not hot-headed Dean. This is cold-hearted Dean. Yeah, He needs the information and he doesn't care and it's a demon. So, of course, they're going to get it out. And at some point in All Amongst This, Bobby has reminded them or told them that, remember, this girl fell out of a seven-floor window, like, story notice, house. Seven-foot seven window. <laughs> yeah, not a seven-foot window that is Jared Pelicky. Just, no, <laughs> just about a seven-story building, like... It, the thing that's keeping her alive now is the demon. Yeah. Um. And so if you take the demon out, she will die. Yeah. And Dean's like, well, we'll be putting her out of her misery, which is interesting because we don't know at this point yeah, whether if, that's true or not. No. We don't know if, as the meat suit, um, mm-hmm. the person we'll call, you know, Good Meg mm-hmm. is in, is, is like is like riding shotgun with the demon mm-hmm. or is has been, I know her soul has been killed and she's, you know, off in heaven or she's down hell or she's like not in the suit like anymore like we don't know if she's still in there 
as we such. do. We do know that she's still in there because that's the law that they're setting up is ah. that she's possessed. Yeah. But we don't know if she is in pain yeah. um, at the moment or not, like what her experience is. But mm. for Dean, and whether that will be better or worse than dying. Yeah. Um, but Dean is like, no, you know, he gets very black and white in this situation, which is, again, very interesting. So Sam completes the ritual, the demon leaves, and this girl, um, Good Meg, mm-hmm. is, starts to bleed immediately. Like she's bleeding from the mouth. She's clearly in a lot of pain, you know, internal injuries. Yep. And before she dies, she um, says that she was awake for some of it and it was, you know, horrific horrific and horrifying for her to have her body used in this way and she sort of thanks them for freeing her. And just before she dies, uh, she says sunrise, which is clearly a clue about where John is being Where John is, but obviously is fairly (laughs) non-contextual. Yeah, it's just like sunrise. It's like, Mm -hmm. Uh, So they go to Jefferson City. Mm -hmm. Uh, They go to see if they can find John. And again, we're having these conversations where Sam is like, we need to find the demon. We need to kill it. We need to follow through on dad's wishes. Yeah, that's what And Dean is like, no, our family, keeping our family together and alive is what's most important. Hmm. And again, it's that flip. Yeah. Sam now wants what dad wants and Dean doesn't care. Yeah. Um, when faced with losing people he loves, Dean doesn't care. Yeah. And so they get to Jefferson City and they're walking along the river and they see an apartment block that's called Sunrise Apartments. Mm-hmm. And obviously it, there's lots of kids playing outside. There's people coming and going and they're yep. like, oh, it's the perfect hiding place because yep. it could be anyone. They know exactly what we look like. We have no clue what they look like. Yep. And it's a whole apartment building. So yep. perfect. It's, like two, it's not a two-story building. It's like no. a, several several floors. Yeah, like a proper apartment block. I, do, I did appreciate when they're kind of hiding in the bushes and like scoping it out. It is one of those situations where – like Jensen looks short because Jared's so tall yep. and you have to remind yourself that they're both unnaturally tall. Not unnaturally tall. Mm, Jared's Yeah, I was going to say, um, did you get a seven-foot window? <laughs> yeah. Jensen's slightly taller than an average man. Yes. Um, But, yeah, he, it's just – it is one of those, like, confusing moments. Like, multi- a couple of times – we'll get to the episode where I eventually was like, I need to Google how tall everyone is. But, like, you do forget because they're quite tall. They're mm. both quite tall. And you forget that mm-hmm. they're a little bit unnaturally tall. And Jensen's actually a tall man. Yes, he's a tall man amongst regular humans. Yes. Um, <laughs> I also enjoy, like, I love how you went there. My brain, because they're obviously in the bushes watching the children and mothers and prams, mm-hmm. um, that sounds really creepy. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I love that the bushes aren't really that thick, so you can mm-hmm. obviously see them and you can see behind them. But also... Imagine just, okay, imagine yourself, you're walking, like you're going for a run, you're going for a jog or whatever, and you're walking past and you just see these two overly large, over average size men, mm-hmm. just in a, in, not a, in a spindly bush, just hunched mm-hmm. over talking about, they could be anyone, we don't, they know what, they they mm-hmm. know what we look like and they don't know, we don't know what the, they look like. And you're just walking past going, what the fuck? It yeah. would be the weirdest thing. It would be so It would be the weirdest weird. thing to see because they're obviously quite close enough to the apartments to see Mm -hmm. them but also if you're in front of them or even if you're running behind them like because they Mm -hmm. it would look so out of place yes it would be very very confusing it would be very confusing to see like two men very large what's going on yeah (laughs) Uh, so they try and come up with a plan and the plan is they're like we could pull the fire alarm and get everybody out and then the only people who should be left would be john 
and whoever has John. Yep, and, and also the fire brigade. Well, I, I actually really appreciate, I love it when they fill a plot hole and they don't just leave it and they're like, well, that will cause the fire brigade to come, which is 100% true. And they're like, so that we've got seven minutes and we need to figure out what we can do to, to get inside. And yep. I do appreciate when they take the time, just a second, to think it through enough to fill a plot hole. I really yep. like that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. And so they know it takes seven minutes, typically speaking, mm-hmm. for them to come. Yep. Um, so their plan basically is to steal some fireman costumes yep. th- so that they blend in as a disguise, mm-hmm. which, great idea. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, it, yeah. again, as you said, they've set, they've given a, you know, it wasn't even 10 seconds. They've given mm-hmm. 10 seconds that literally sets up the next, you know, part of the show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and we also find out that Dean wanted to be a fireman we when know. he grew up. <sighs> yeah, I know. All right. Unnecessary, uh, sir. I was like... So they go inside, they're obviously searching through, mm. and they have their EMF detector out. Not the, the lasered one. Not the really cool laser one. Unfortunately, I don't know that we ever see that <laughs> again. I think it was a, like a one-time show. And a one-time one, one time budget expense, and they yeah. were like, we can't afford to have lasers on this show ever again. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe in later seasons, but, you know. <laughs> right now, please, once again, we've spent all of our budget on bees. All on bees uh, and some really dodgy CGI swarms. Yes. And so they um, have the EMF detector out. It obviously goes off when they see the demons who are just kind of sitting stoically at a table, a table just like hmm. but like, i think it's you know it's meant to be that they're not like they're minions watching tv or yeah, no, they're just like they're just two bodies being possessed mm-hmm. demon style guarding guarding john guarding john at a round table yes so they they break in they defeat the demons they put them in a closet and put salt around the door so once again we're learning a little bit more we've heard about salt yep. um rock salt defeating um ghosts. ghosts and stuff but now we sort of see that a salt ring or putting salt in front of a door or a window protects against demons demons yep. can't cross that line because no. i think it's meant to be as purity yeah purity thing yes uh, and they go into the bedroom and John's there and he's all tied down, mm-hmm. looking pretty beat up. Looking and really um, Dean is, and Dean starts to cut him loose and Sam's like, wait, 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 what if he's possessed? Like, what if there's a demon in him? This is me. Which, I mean, is also fair enough. And so they splash holy water on him. Nothing happens. And so they're oh, like, great. Water on me. I love that. Yeah. That's what wakes him up. It's like, why did you throw water on me, mm-hmm. Sam? And the delivery, it's like, oh yeah, okay, cool. You're not a demon. I enjoy yep. this. Thank God. Exactly. So... They get out, they escape, they go to this really secluded cabin that they find. Um, oh, sorry, I missed a little bit. I was just like, hang on, did we did we miss our friend Tom the Demon? Tom the Demon comes Tom the back. Demon <laughs> is like plot twist. Whoever thought Tom the Demon was going to yeah. come back? So the so two demons take over the body of a fireman and just someone who's like watching yeah, watching the scene. Um, and Boy, they come the and attack the boys, but they escape down the fire escape, and they're obviously putting even salt leaving salt behind to protect themselves. But when they get down the bottom, Tom the demon arrives and mm. is fighting with Jared and fighting with Jensen. Obviously, John is complete. Oh, so Dean and Sam. He's fighting with Dean. He's fighting with Sam. And yeah. he's really wailing on Sam. Sam's getting a real good uh, new face. He's getting a new face. Yeah. Uh, and not the nice way. But I do, you know what I really enjoyed is mm-hmm. when Dean is, because you can tell that Dean's just fucking, ha- he mm. has had it officially. Yeah. And I just love that he just boot kicks Tom in the face. And I'm like, yep. Tom the demon. Tom the demon, boot kick. And I'm like, yeah. well, I've, that's right. Yes. Um. And yeah, so this is all happening. John is weak and is against the wall. Mm-hmm. He's not in. He's not engaging because he mm-hmm. he's been beaten up himself. So he's yeah. out of the fight. Yeah, exactly. And so, although 
Sam had made Dean promise not to bring the cult with them because mm-hmm. that's the thing that everyone's searching for. Mm-hmm. He did bring it and he shoots Tom the demon and kills him. Because again, he has had it officially. Yeah. Dean's like, I could sit there and like boot kick you for like a mm-hmm. day, but I've, ha- I've got shit to do. Yes. But dang. And he wastes a bullet. Yes. On Tom the demon. On Tom the demon. Even who admittedly is killing Sam. And like you said, yeah. Dean is over it officially. He's yeah. like, I'm sick of trying to keep my family alive. And, like, get through this. I'm done. Yeah, he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Bullet's a bullet. Yeah. And so he he wastes a bully, wastes one of the precious cult bullets and on Tom the Demon. Tom the Demon. But also, we didn't know his name was Tom until because obviously someone has read notes. I love that. Uh, So they go to the secluded cabin. Um, John's recovering. Mm -hmm. Sam and Dean are kind of debriefing. And we get this really interesting moment where Dean's sort of sitting there and he's like, well, I shot that demon. That demon was also a person. And in the moment, in that time of saving you, I didn't care. I didn't care that it was a person. I didn't care that it was a demon. All like the lengths that I'll go to to save you it scares me sometimes. Yeah, there's no bounds. And this is where Eric Kripke is the showrunner of this show because most a lot of shows that are in this kind of genre, they don't really grapple a lot with these mm. kinds of things that like you're this human and you're kind of this human superhero in a lot of ways. Yeah, you're the being, anti-hero. Because you're the hunt, like a hunter and so therefore you kill things but – this is the first time, at least that we're aware of, that like a human life has been taken by yep. one of the boys. Yeah, and I think that this is this is the difference that Eric brings, where he's thinking about this stuff and he's thinking about these consequences. Yep, because they they they're gonna face them again. Yeah, and I think that there's no need for the show to do that. Like tons of shows in this category mm-hmm. never grapple with that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, and they do fine because it's a escapism show. It's you know yep. drama and it's really high stakes, and it's mm-hmm. like you know something dramatic happens every week and so i i do appreciate this little beat of adding this extra layer yeah a layer Uh, that didn't need to be there but it worked but again full circle moment it's Mm -hmm. this is why the show has run for 15 seasons because it tackles things not always greatly no it tackles things in a way that isn't you go hang on this is not just a like you said it's not just a oh it's just you know it's hunter academy yeah or even you know even just like a kind of violent sort of fantasy yeah. sci-fi show yeah you know? it's um it's really it's really making you think about like mm-hmm. a moral like what would you do if you were close with your you know like yeah. your, sister or your brother like you would do anything for them mm. what does that look like and how does that push- play out in in a, in, in a, in a fantastical world. world like this this yeah, yeah. exactly because essentially dean did do that he, yeah he's like i will do anything because i love you and i will do uh, no matter the mm-hmm. cost exactly or the consequences and you're like shit yeah he did kill tom the demon but he also killed tom human 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 person who may or may not have been called tom maybe tim who knows, who knows? um rap yeah. mystery man but yeah I, I appreciated that moment i appreciated that that didn't need to exist it didn't need to be in the show for this show to mm. be a valid fun mm. campy dramatic high supernatural. stakes supernatural show well, yeah um but it is and again that's what makes supernatural better than it has any right to be mm-hmm. um which is not meant to be a negative statement no, when i that say is... that it's meant to be like it's complex there's it a has reason flavors. we are one of i don't even know how many podcasts that talk oh, about this totally yeah, show exactly. so yeah no don't know but yeah and it's it's it's, it's a small flavor it's a small mm-hmm. flavor. it's a like you said it's a a beat yeah but it makes it as a viewer you're like shit what would i do 
Yeah. And so I just really appreciate that. And I appreciate adding that extra length and extra depth to the character of Dean. And obviously we've talked about this quite a few times now, like Jensen really brings that forward and Mm. he really, um, he clearly empathizes really with Dean and you, you're really starting to see him really come into this character um, compared to a lot of the, the early episodes where you still can see them kind of figuring out. He's like, he's really getting a sense of who Dean is. The marinade is definitely cooking. Exactly. Um, you and food analogies I, today. I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit hungry. You need a snack? So they, so John wakes up and he comes out and they kind of like recap and John is saying, you know, because Dean and Sam had had kind of this conversation where like Dean wasted a bullet essentially on Tom the Demon and yep. sort of how that's going to play out. And when they tell John, John is happy and he's like, thank you. So, like that's- you did what you had to do in the moment. Yep. And then we sort of start to see lights flickering and something's coming and they've got salt around all the windows. And yep. John's like, oh, go go check all the windows, Sam, make sure it's done. And she's like, Dean, give me the cult. I do love all this, though. Mm-hmm. I love that when, you know, Dad's finally given praise to, to mm-hmm. Dean and you're kind of like, interesting. Mm-hmm. But it seems a little bit too kumbaya. Let's mm-hmm. sing around the, like a campfire with a with some strong, you know, 70s kumbaya. Mm-hmm. You know, it just seems. I mean, <laughs> yes, look. Let, let's get there and we will talk about yes. it. <laughs> Megan's going to get us there. I'm yeah. just saying like when I watched it, because again, I didn't forget about this episode, but I forgot this obviously the scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was like, hang on, Dad, Dad would have been real pissed. So John is asking Dean to give him the cult. Mm-hmm. Dean gets squirrely because John complimented him. John said, no, I'm proud of you for using this bullet. Yep. I'm proud of you for doing the right thing in the moment. Yeah. And so Dean, family first. Dean raises the cult to John and he's like, you... Cocks, clicks the gun thingy. Your, cocks it. Cocks the... Because he, he like... Yes. Cocks the gun. Cocks the gun. I does, think you need to stop saying that. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> yes, 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 I do. But he <laughs> does the gun thing and is pointing the cult. He does the, uh, yes. He does the gun And thing. the reason he became suspicious was because that... John was too nice to him yeah. because John Which... was forgave him because John didn't get mad about the bullet. So let's talk. Let's take a moment to unpack that. Excuse me. I need to go call my therapist. <laughs> I need to call my therapist on that one. Because yeah. <laughs> if it, I don't, look, she would be like, excuse me while I go and get my retirement. Like I go get my, my big removable truck for all the money you're about to pay me for yeah, that sentence. for the for the baggage for that baggage and also the money you're gonna have to pay to mm-hmm. also take the baggage with you that kind of made me go i literally was like oh yeah that is oh that's a bird that's a good line i mean whoever yeah. wrote that whoever well, it was wrote, eric kripke yeah eric my, my man <laughs> we, some, wrote the some of us who have gone through some things I feel seen. I yeah. feel I feel heard. I'd like a refund. Yeah, that is all I'll say because holy shit. Yeah, and I think that this is something that again we've sort of talked about this. And again, I'm I, to be very. I can definitely see how a lot of people see John in other people. Oh yeah, in in their own experiences and mm-hmm. see it in a way that is upsetting. And I, I'm definitely never trying to disregard no. people who see this and see their own reality. But I do appreciate that this reflects a reality that actually exists. Yeah, it's not, again, as we've always said, it's not mm. Hunter Academy. Yeah, it's not that they had this like Perfect fun upper. childhood of like it wasn't hunting 
hunting bad things and like wasn't killing streakers. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't Scooby Doo, and it's this is the darker. reality of what trauma does and it doesn't make it okay no but i appreciate that eric has followed uh, the writers have followed this thread through in reality it makes sense and i think that that is something to be respected particularly in this time in 2005 2006 where it's like oh it's horrible it broke my heart a bit Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Dean. <laughs> Dean, I was just like, well, he's going to go call my therapist for what I've just experienced. Like, that's how Dean knows. And it yes. Breaks my heart so it's bit. revealed that um, John is possessed by the yellow-eyed demon. Yep. Um, and Sam so, does not know what's going on. Yes. And so Sam obviously finds out pretty quick and this kind of battle ensues. I do love, really quickly, mm-hmm. I do love that, you know, Dean's got the gun real close to John's face mm-hmm. and he's just like, you're not my dad. You know who you are. Who mm-hmm. the hell are you? Sam's walked into this. I mean, anyone who would walk in and just be like, what the fuck just happened? I left the room mm-hmm. for two seconds. I love that this moment, again, even though Sam's had, you know, he's had some breakthrough moments with his dad mm-hmm. in the last couple episodes, he's still sticking by Dean. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. I'm going to side with Dean because Dean has always sided with me when mm-hmm. it mattered most. And Dean wouldn't just, again, he wouldn't just make this up. Yep. And I love that he's like, no, I'm going to stand with Dean. And he yep. makes it very clear. And he still makes eye contact with like, yep. John. Like, don't know what's going on, but I'm siding with my brother here. Mm-hmm. And I love that because Dean really needed someone to stick with him at this point. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, so this this kind of battle starts. Sam gets thrown against the wall. Dean gets thrown against the wall. Yeah. And the yellow demon actually kind of jokes. He puts the cold down and he's like, you you know, Sam, use your powers to, like, come and get me. And that's interesting that he knows about this. He's interested. He knows exactly what Sam's power is. Yeah, also, what a dick move. I was just it's, like, yeah. it's such a, I mean, again, demons demon. are never, demons are not friends. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it makes sense that he's a dick. Um. But yeah, it was just like, yeah, I'm just going to leave the gun here. Mm-hmm. Sam, powers, come on. You know, I know you've got something. Mm-hmm. And the way he's just holding them both. Like, it's not even a flex. He's not even flexing. Yeah. It's like, just- no. And and it's this, this horrible scene uh, where he reveals that Meg was his daughter and Tom the demon was his son. <laughs> the demon was his son. Um, and he, he, uh, you sorry, know, his boy. His boy. His boy. And I was just like. And, he, and he's like, well, you know, how would you feel if I took your family from you? And he's like, oops, I already did because obviously he killed Mary. Yeah. Um, and so, it, and then he starts to kill Dean and he's like, your dad's going to, he's in here. He knows what's happening. Like, he's going to taste your blood. Yeah. He's going to taste kill Dean. And it I feels. I think he said, he even says, I'm going to taste, he's mm-hmm. going to your and so sam's watching helpless you know wishing that his powers would work watching yep. dean die and it's very visceral and it's very realistic mm. like i've seen this episode so many times and yeah. i'm still like oh no <laughs> it's, it's it's the blood it's mm-hmm. and also again props to the acting of all three of them because yep. essentially oh the, the flip of jeffrey dean morgan oh, yeah. of, of going from playing john to playing this this demon character, which is fairly unformed. We really haven't heard yeah, the demon speak. Yeah, So no. he's really setting the bar of what this demon we don't, is like. Yeah, exactly. And we've only seen we, – we didn't even know the demon could talk mm-hmm. because we've only mm-hmm. seen him in shadow form. And, yeah, it's just the way that Jeffrey does flip it and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh. But also it gives you hints and notes of that John personality as well. Mm-hmm. And it 
you kind of like, oh, there's some darkness. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. John, you have some dark. Like it really, it just mm-hmm. confirms that there is some darkness in John's character, which plot twist, duh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just I also enjoy the acting from both John, uh, from both um, Jared and Jensen as well, mm-hmm. because Jensen is essentially like a ragdoll being squeezed like mm-hmm. an orange for juice, mm-hmm. and. Sam is obviously being pressed up. He feels like something's pressing on him, not even killing him, just like mm-hmm. holding him. And they're using their body. They're not just grunting. They're not, it, mm-hmm. there's, it's a lot. It's visually, audibly, everything. It's essentially mm-hmm. working. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I don't love the scene, but I love how they've set the scene up to make yeah. you feel like. It's a, it's a great scene that because it's so upsetting. Yes. And it could very easily not feel upsetting. No. And eventually, just for a second, John comes out. Yeah, he forces his way out. He forces his way forward. And in that moment, Sam is able to get free, um, just as Dean's like begging his dad to not kill him, essentially. Which, yeah. Just the the begging. (laughs) Oh, I was... There was tears. And I was like, because he's, you know, blood stripping from every orifice. And he's just like, dad... Yeah, listen, don't the, kill me. So vulnerable, the like begging. The ch- it was almost like a child going, "Yeah, I'm hurt, Daddy. I want, yeah. I want to cuddle, Dad." And I'm just like, "I'm gonna deal with this about you." Yeah, how, how, how very, very dare you, Jensen? Yeah, how dare you um, be a great actress? I mean, sorry, actress. <laughs> <laughs> great Jensen, actor. how dare yeah. you be a great actress? And he'd be like, "Mad props," because he is a cool motherfucker. But yes. no, um, actor. Thank you for being a. How dare you be a great actor, not actress? So Sam gets loose, he grabs the colt and, you know, the demon's like, well, if you kill me, you kill your dad. And he's like, I know. And so he shoots them in the leg. Yeah. You do see, I do love the, the like the mm-hmm. quick fleck of CGI of like, you can see the skull or you can see like yeah. a skeleton and like a blue bolt. Yeah. Which I realized the blue bolt reminds me of the, when we see in the cold openings where Supernatural, mm-hmm. the blue, yeah. it kind of looks like that. I'm not yeah. sure if it's a on purpose thing, but I feel like it. I don't know that it is. I don't have any evidence either way. Okay, cool. So you may p- tell that story to yourself if you wish. I have. And so he shoots John in the leg. That obviously sort of sets Dean Dean free. He he runs over to Dean. Dean's like, How's, is dad okay? Is dad okay? And he's like, yes, you've lost a lot of blood. Like <laughs> Sam's, ha- Sam's having a panic moment where he's yeah, like, this is a lot of blood and we're in a very rural area and this what are we going to do? This is cat's existence. I'll be like, oh my God, there is so much happening. I don't know how to, un- just everyone shut the fuck up and just do the things. Yes. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. And John wakes up. He's like, the demon's still in me. I can feel it. Like I can only hold it for a little time. Like shoot me, kill me now. Shoot me in the heart, I believe. Yeah. The words. And I'm almost like, oh Jesus Christ. And Sam says no. And the demon escaped. And so Sam is trying to get everyone to the car. He's mm-hmm. trying to get John to the car and Dean to the car, obviously to get to the hospital. Yep. Um, and John says he's you know, very surprised that he didn't take the chance to kill the demon after yep. all this time. And particularly after the last couple of episodes where yeah, Sam has been very up. like single purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of Sam is like, well, you know, he sort of had this realization that Dean was right, that there are things that are not worth yep. killing your, your father you over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm glad we, I'm glad that we've drawn a line in the sand mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. And I, you know, and that's kind of, again, coming full circle, like really tying all these pieces mm. together. They're in the car, they're driving. Um, Sam's like, you know, we've got one bullet, we've got one chance. There's yep. like, Dean, you you know, we're 15 minutes to hospital, don't worry. It's everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Dean slumped in the back. He's, mm-hmm. well, they're in the Impala. So, um, yes. he's managed to get everyone into the Impala. Yes. And he's like, helter skelter. 
going down, fanging down. In, in Australia, what we call to you, fanging down the highway means mm-hmm. we're going very fast to get to the destination. Yes, also, because Kat said it a couple of times this episode and last episode, and we don't actually fuck spiders in Australia. Oh, yes. Yes, no, we don't. It's just, it's a, just, it's just an expression. It's just, it's just basically say we're, we're not here to deal with anyone's bullshit. Yeah. We want you the- can you can urban dictionary work. Yeah, look, just, fuck spiders. Yeah, that's great. I just Have wanted fun. to clarify for any concerned Americans. Yeah. Look, who are like, I know that there has been rumors um, that we have drop bears and that we like to take kangaroos to places. Those two yes. things are not things. They're- I know, ruining the fairy tale. But then, last minute, <gasps> I mean, this is where I again I wish that we had in the streaming service they had the original song because it's bad moon rising yeah um yeah and i that's 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 yep. the one that was, I was like there's a song and I'm like this is not the right song mm-hmm. and my partner who was watching the episode is like he's like i swear there was like a, a really rocky song that mm-hmm. matched this and he's like it wasn't like death medley or really mm-hmm. heavy rock but it just almost like comical like a comical rock like when you really think like I always think a bit of jovial with like Bad Moon Rising. Yeah, Bad Moon. I mean, yeah. So Bad Moon Rising is playing in the car in the sort of original version or the aired mm. version, which yeah. is what you'll get on YouTube if you buy the series or the DVDs. Or the DVDs. Um, who cares what was playing in the Netflix version? Because I don't think it has the same impact. No, it doesn't. But just as we think that you know, our three heroes are getting away, they get slammed into by a semi-trailer. Big old truck. That has is being driven by a demon. Yep. And we can still hear the plaintive tune of Bad Moon Rising playing mm-hmm. and that is that is the end of the season. Yep, that's and the end, baby. Like, what a great season. But this was also the time of insane season finales. Like, mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy had just started. Desperate Housewives had just started. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Lost had just started. And all of yeah, the, like, yeah, yeah. this was kind of, they knew something was coming in terms of streaming. They it didn't come for a couple more years and so they were really starting to get like how can we keep people watching um in the real world on television yep. like on the networks and so big dramatic season finales cliffhangers, cliffhangers were like this was the peak time yep. of these insane cliffhangers really and all we know is that they're all there they're all mm-hmm. covered in blood you do see the confirmation of the truck driver who has got black eyes mm-hmm. um, which we know is a demon yes and that's it and mm-hmm. when i i remember this scene coming and i remember this cliffhanger but i remember it in the daytime oh okay i i thought it was in the daytime mm-hmm. that for whatever reason like obviously everything that's happened at the cabin happened overnight and there was a long time and they all dr- and sam was driving in like mid like early like early morning sunrise okay hence the bad moon rising and i, I mean I mean, Bad Mood Rising for me is a song that I'm mildly traumatized by because I played it in band in year eight. And for anyone who was ever in band and ever did music, some songs are intolerable to you now because you had to play them yeah. so very many times. Yep. The Shoop Shoop song by Cher is another one that I cannot stand now. No, uh, mine is um, Paco Bell. Which mm-hmm. is the wedding song? Which is sorry, the the uh, not the dan dan dan. dan yeah. It's the other one that's very. Yeah, I used to play that on piano and clarinet, and I can tell you right now, when I hear it and I at weddings, yeah. I'm just like, <gasps> I seize up. And I've been to a few weddings, and everyone's like, "This is such a beautiful song." I'm like, "It fucking sucks." Yeah. Um, yeah. So mm. yeah, so Bad Moon Rising is definitely one of those where I'm a little traumatized by it. But I do think it was a perfect song oh, for, yeah, this for this scene, scene. and oh, uh, yeah. so it does make me really sad that they they couldn't keep it because it does. Really, it's clearly very carefully chosen and yeah. clearly really thought about. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and that's where we kind of that's where we leave our boys. Yeah, that's where we leave it. And um, yeah, it's a very big opening. And 
in back when this finale. Finale, yeah, yes, that. There's a very big opening to the finale. It's a time when see between seasons, it was like a good nearly a year. Yeah, it was a long time, especially particularly in Australia. Australia. Like I think yeah. it's only about six months in America. We'd only um, get eight, like back then it would have been like yeah. eight to like eight to nine months, if not longer. Mm-hmm. So this is where we leave you guys for yeah. a couple of weeks. We will be back at the end of October, probably mm-hmm. around Halloween. Oh, Halloween, you know, this season. is Halloween. So for us, we're recording this at the start of September, but the episode itself won't come out for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll, we'll be back with season two, which I'm very, very excited mm-hmm. to talk about. Um, and then we'll be taking a bit of a hiatus after season two because I will have a baby. You should have um, a baby. If you, if you didn't listen to last, not last week, but like two weeks ago's episode, yeah, Megan did blood. her own reveal. Yes. And the reveal was that she is with child. Yes. Uh, so we'll be taking a little bit of a break after season two mm-hmm. for a little bit longer, probably about six months yep. um, while I figure all of that out. Yep. And then we'll be back because, and yeah. we'll be around just – Kicking around. Kicking around just in the real world, in our real real friendship. Yeah, and, you know, seeing Megan and Mm -hmm. her her little baby. Um, And then, yeah, when we come back, we'll we'll work out logistics. Yeah, it'll it'll be fine. fine. It's fine. It's baby. Um, It's fine. So, yeah, so I guess I just want to say, like, thank you to everyone who listened, people who reached out to us. I still can't believe we just finished. I know. I'm just like, wait. I'm like, I'll see you next weekend to do another. No, I won't. No. No, I won't. We'll probably go out and do something um, to sort of celebrate our season finale. Which is kind of funny because we always said at the end of each season, we'll Mm -hmm. go and have, we'll go to a bar, generally a gin bar because we're both gin drinkers, Mm -hmm. and have a cocktail that represents that season. Yes. We can't do that. Yes. Um, I mean, I can. She can, I can't. Yes. But Uh, I'm also, you know, solidarity with my gal. Yes. And the, the, the little traveler that she has with her. Yes. Um, so, alcohol-free traveler. Huh? Alcohol-free traveler. Yeah, the very alcohol-free traveler, um, which is also a minor, so it makes sense. Yes. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we'll go do something fun. Yes. Yeah, so thank you so much to everyone yeah. who's listened. Thank you to the people who followed us on Twitter to like – I don't know. This has been really, really fun. It was really, really fun even when I felt like I was dying and mm-hmm. I was sort of pretending like I wasn't dying. Yeah, um, that was really hard. So, yes, but thank you so much to everyone who's listened. Thanks to all of our friends. Thanks to people who left reviews. Like, yeah. we really, really appreciate it. It, You know, we would be doing this if nobody listened, but it makes it even more special yeah. to have... Our heart grew three times that day. It it did. It and did. it's it's been so much fun. It really has. And although, like, we need to take breaks and I think it's a very good idea to take breaks between seasons. Mm-hmm. I'm already excited about season two. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'll but, be so excited to come back. Yes, you're going to be so excited. Um, and just to let everyone know that Instagram will have a maybe not a different feel, but it'll mm-hmm. be different because I'll be to help with the pending mm-hmm. uh, traveler that will be yep. coming into the world. I will be taking on Instagram, yes. not Twitter. No, <laughs> not Twitter. Uh, that's, not, that's not a place where I need to. No, live. Kat doesn't need to, to, to go on Twitter. Um, yeah, Kat will be taking over the Instagram um, and so hopefully you'll see a little bit more content on there because I have definitely struggled to keep up with that yep. um, with the whole dying situation. Yes, and look, we know we knew this day had to come and it's mm-hmm. kind of a perfect time yep. early in our podcast career mm-hmm. as I flick my hair. Uh, so all the normal stuff, you mm-hmm. can follow us on Instagram at yep. We Will Talk About It pod. You can follow us on Twitter at We Will Talk About It. Uh, you can email us at We Will Talk About It at gmail.com. Oh, sorry, We Will Talk About Pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, our all the show notes, which I'll eventually update, probably in this break, will be at we yes. will talk about it. Oh, Apologies for that. And yeah, uh, in the meantime, stay safe, and we love you. Yeah. 
Stay safe. Yeah, definitely stay safe. Stay safe, guys. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.